Welcome to Courage in Action. We are a sisterhood of women empowering women to be everything we are meant to be. I'm your host, Naluka Kotagata, and it is my privilege to join your life journey as we connect with some extraordinary, triumphant, and beautifully imperfect women through this podcast. Together, we hope to inspire you to take action towards your life goals, one courageous step at a time. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Courage in Action. Today, we have something a little bit different for you. We have not just one, but two phenomenal women here with us today. Joanne Weitzman and Cindy Snyder are the co-founders of MindSense, an organization that teaches fun, easy to learn, evidence-informed, mindful practices combined with the power of essential oils that can be incorporated into everyday life. Their collaboration is a testament of what happens when women empower each other. As founders and entrepreneurs on their own, each running their own businesses, I am really excited to learn from them today. Welcome, ladies. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you. Thank you. We're thrilled to have you here. So maybe we can t- start off by talking a little bit about your individual journeys up until the point uh, when you met. So maybe, Joanne, you can kick us off. Sure. Okay. Individual journey. So um, it's been quite a little journey. Not, I don't know if I should call it little, but um, <laughs> so it started back um, my personal journey with mindfulness and really that what brought me here started actually quite some time ago. I did my master's degree in New York City and the back kind of more backstory is my background is South African and Jewish. And so I was raised in this very like close knit community. And then I went out to the big city in New York and it was quite a shock. Wow. That would have <laughs> um, been a change. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty big change. And, um, I was so used to having this like close support around me. And then I moved out there and I'm doing this master's degree and I was the city definitely like, sucked me in a bit it was quite intense but and I experienced a fair amount of anxiety I had a couple of weeks there where I just remember it was like almost crippling it was like I felt like a zombie just walking around in this big city that I wasn't used to as a Canadian Um, (laughs) and uh, so I started doing my own research and I started to practice mindfulness when I was there I would this I'll, I'll just share this. Um, I would actually like, I would heat up towels. So then I would actually get the sensation. I would just put it on my chest. Mm. It would warm my chest and I would put on relaxing music and I would meditate. And I also started to practice yoga when I was there. And so I just really started to get into mindfulness and myself. And then we fast forward to after I finished my master's degree and I actually started to work with a woman and children um, who had been through sort of domestic violence situations and trauma and abuse. And I found working with them, it was really, this is really what led me to opening this, this business was working with them because I really found that we were offering them sort of this talk therapy and I found that it wasn't quite enough you know I couldn't change the situation I couldn't tell them you know like stress and trauma are going to disappear but I found that what I started to do for them is I actually started to 
practice mindfulness and meditation and yoga. And I started doing it with the children. I started doing it with the moms. And right away, I just found like, okay, I got something here. That's just teaching really empowering them. them. Teaching them the mm-hmm. tools and the skills. Yeah, teaching them the tools and skills that they really needed to continue throughout life to sort of help them heal a bit, to help them reconnect after going through this trauma. Because so many of these families, it was just like, it really sort of stretched them apart. And I found the mindfulness and the yoga just really brought them back together. Such amazing work that you were doing. Now I opened my own. So it was Let It Go Mindfulness Services. Yeah, um, that's my own business that I opened yeah. in 2018. Amazing. And then um, I'll let Cindy, I should maybe let Cindy go. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> we can talk about what then brought MindSense together. It brought what, what brought the two of you together too. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sean. Cindy, over to you. Hi. Yeah. So for me, um, my background, uh, I actually, I had a stroke in 2008. And so I was pretty young. I had a 10 month old baby at home at the time. Easy to handle both of those things individually, never mind combined together, (laughs) right? (laughs) Exactly. And I had been, I had been working um, for a pretty large company as a product manager at the time. And Needless to say, my cognitive skills were dependent on every day. And I kind of prided myself in that. And it was sort of a a big part of my life. And I I was on mat leave at the time. And so this was totally unexpected, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, in hindsight, I can see the lead up to it. But I didn't, nobody expected it. And so it really kind of turned my life upside down and and our family as well, relationships. And for me, it mainly affected me cognitively. Um, Yeah, it affected physical too, but less so. And I just, I do consider myself really fortunate for how things played out that day because, you know, although I, I confess I did spend you know, a decent amount of time being angry and maybe resentful about it. Human. But but it didn't take long before I was grateful that it happened the way I did, that I was where I was and got help pretty quickly and, you know, ended up at the, one of the best um, stroke trauma centers in the country. So it, it all, it took a lot of time. Um, Mm -hmm. I was in the hospital for a month and then outpatient rehab for three months. And it's, it's interesting. There are some of the things that I was drawn to for practices on my own after the hospital rehab ended are similar to what Joanne describes. And um, so we had many similarities. Like I, I had been a practitioner of yoga myself before. And so when I was recovering and had to kind of make my own rehab, uh, let's just call it, I turned to yoga and Qigong. And both of those practices are so, you know, they're very mindful and meditative in their own right. 
but they also really help strengthen strengthen me physically and emotionally like it helped me get balance back it helped me get strength back it helped me um it helped me learn to trust myself and and that kind of confidence so it, it was it was really part of uh my own um recovery yeah and just testing myself i testing maybe isn't a good word but developing myself mm. so i was introduced to doTERRA essential oils in that period in the years following um you're gonna hear my cat <laughs> I, was, I was like i hear the little <laughs> meowing in the background <laughs> she wants to be part of the interview fair enough <laughs> um that's life when we're working from home, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I was introduced to these essential oils and they helped me in my recovery. Like they helped me emotionally and physically. Um, and it also helped me socially because part of what happened on the, on the cognitive level after my stroke was just really difficulty with basic things we all take for granted, like relationships and conversations. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, just all this kind of stuff, organizing my life, thinking clearly, focusing, um, problem solving, all this kind of stuff, confidence, self-esteem. So, so yeah. I found just even attending classes that talked like wellness classes about essential oils, yeah. really helped me because it, it was kind of like a social thing for me and it was uh, non-threatening. So I could sit there and I could learn, which was interesting and it was helpful, but yeah. I didn't have to really engage in these major conversations if I didn't want to. So it kind of eased me in to get social again. And I was learning all this fabulous stuff, finding that the oils were helping me and helping my my husband as well like because i had major anxiety and depression then too of course i mean i had yes. felt lost and didn't know what what my identity was anymore mm. you know i had been it had yeah. been one thing and now it's like well who am i now what do i do now i can't right. go back to work like what am i capable of and all this kind of stuff so um just learning all this stuff and then researching further, um, getting into the science behind it. Like it was, I had a bit of a science background myself in school. So it was just fascinating to me. Yeah. And um, so I decided. Something, something to motivate you to keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Very cool. And sort of satisfying this desire to learn. Yeah. And feel like I was doing something, but I, I, I wanted to be productive and I wasn't really able to go back to work. And I found this also, it eased me back into the workforce, let's just say, um, great. because I, I had a desire to want to share this, this stuff I was learning and that I was experiencing with other people. And, um, so I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. I had this okay. desire to teach other people and then I turned it into a business, you know, because I wanted people, more people to have this in their homes and so, benefit like I was benefiting. You don't have to have a major traumatic 
life incident to, to benefit. benefit. I mean, it's, it's for everyone, for all sorts of things. And then I, my next step was pushing myself to go to these women's networking events. And that's where I met Joanne. And just listening to her talk, I, I, I thought, okay, I really like the way this woman <laughs> thinks and I like what she's doing. And, you know, we just ended up having coffee after one of the networking groups and that's great the conversation like lasted for hours. Just... And then we just kind of <laughs> couldn't get enough of each other and came up with this idea. That's <laughs> like, amazing. Yeah, let's put this together, right? I'm not surprised that happened because even just listening to your stories, you're mm -hmm. both, um, You've both been through your own traumas, but mm -hmm. came out of it wanting to help other people, which mm -hmm. wanting with this mm -hmm. desire to learn and be educated, but help yes. other people at the same time. So tell us about MindSense and how you how you founded that and what what the mission of MindSense is. Yeah. Um, so like Cindy said, we met at this women's networking event. And then we both like realized how aligned we were in our sort of our missions from our separate businesses. And that we really like, we started to actually do it ourselves, right? Which is always a good place to start is that I started to use essential oils and Cindy really started to try to put more mindfulness and oh, yoga trades. back into the daily routine. Love it. And then it. we started to see like, and I actually even started using it in my business with like private clients and stuff mm. and in my workshops where I was like, okay, let's try this out. Let's see how it works. And yeah. we just right away, we really could tell that like professionally, personally it was just it was such a powerful combination mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so like I mean the truth is and anybody that practices mindfulness will share this with you like we all have days where we're not at all mindful you oh, know okay. like that's <laughs> part of life I actually yeah. I remember I went to this one mindfulness training and it was all like silent lunches and all this stuff and I didn't go back for the second day because it just it felt like I want mindfulness to feel something that just naturally comes into our day, yes. you know, where it's something that can work for all of us. And mm -hmm. so then the essential oils is also just a natural way into mindfulness. And we really found that they both really enhance each other. And then we just, we said, we sat together at this coffee shop and we were like, what are we going to call this? <laughs> and then we thought, okay, mind sense wellness, you know, the, the yeah. mind and the sense. And you combine them together. And then we really just wanted to share what we, what I was seeing, say, in my separate business when I was sharing the essential oils and mindfulness. Mm -hmm. And then what I was experiencing and we were experiencing combining it personally, we were like, we really just want to share this and empower others. And that's amazing. And, and I think MindSense is such a beautiful name, but I love that you called it MindSense Wellness because it's, it's your mind, it's the sense start to play into sort of the physical piece. And then there's the, that kind of spiritual piece, however you define that. So sort of mind, body, and, and spirit. Exactly. Um, and it's sort of different for everybody, right? So can you, can you tell us a bit about like how someone can start a mindfulness practice? And then I want to talk about the importance <laughs> of quality of, of essential oils. But how do you, how do you start a mindfulness practice? How do you start? Um, really, um, 
I think it really like it's all I always say this, I believe it's really a personal journey. And I've experienced this, I've experienced it personally and in my work, where what works for one person may not work for another. But obviously, the idea of mindfulness is really just so what happens is stress is often from the past, not always, but often in the past and anxiety is often worrying about what's coming next that hasn't happened that we don't know about mm, and okay. mindfulness where we try to come into the present moment non-judgmentally sort yes. of with some amount of self-compassion yeah um that's that's where our minds are sort of the best they're the most focused and that's where they're the calmest and so it's really about trying to find a way to come into the present moment and i'll just i'll give a little example that may be helpful for the people mm -hmm, listening please. to this podcast yeah. is um, so I don't know. I don't love folding laundry, but for some reason <laughs> I love folding my partner's laundry. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> and so we, we call it mindful folding. And then you I are the moment. greatest partner ever. If you like to fold laundry. <laughs> right? awesome. yeah. I think so. No, I'm joking. So I, I do this, what we call mindful folding. And then the other day I was starting to fold his laundry. And I was thinking about what I didn't do earlier that day. I was feeling bad about what I said to a friend that I wished I hadn't said. And then I was like, I stood there for a moment and I was like, this isn't mindful folding. <laughs> and, oh, because your brain was off on it. Yeah, own. because my brain was like in a million different places. And yeah, so yeah. that's sort of the idea is it's only natural that our brain, our minds wander. We have so many thoughts a day. So mm -hmm. mindfulness is really just you can do it while you're washing the dishes, while you're folding laundry, while you're making breakfast, while you have a cup of tea. Right. And just to start, it's just enhancing the senses. So what I started to do, for example, and what I would recommend for others to mm -hmm. start practicing is just bringing yourself into the moment by just engaging yourself in what you're doing. And if you notice your mind going off, and I did, my mind still went to the texting earlier and to what yeah. I didn't do for work that day. And I would just say, okay, focus on the colors of the clothing, of the okay. patterns, of the way that I folded one side to the other. And it was just really just bringing our mind into the moment and even just pausing. We, under, we underestimate the power of a pause. Yeah. And I think it, we underestimate that moment too. Like you call it a pause, but like people think mindful pra mindfulness practice, I got to meditate for half an hour and like my mind's going and I've failed it. No. Even if you do it for three seconds to begin with, like that's great. It's a start and oh, that's yeah. kind of a trigger, right? Huge. So, and just trying to be more compassionate to ourselves. The end goal yeah. of say Tibetan mindfulness is becoming a good friend with ourselves. Yeah. And I think there's and, just... Yeah, sorry. No, no, go ahead, finish. No, I was just going to say, like, becoming a good friend with yourself. It's just yes. talking to yourself because we often don't do that. Like, we're yeah. often our worst critic. I mean, we all have experienced that. 100%. And just, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just really trying even just to be more compassionate to ourselves and noticing when we're not being. Yeah. Even that's pretty huge, just noticing that we're not. Yeah. And what I love about both of you is that you're, you're so well educated and so research based in everything that, that you do. Because um, and that's so important because there's just so much information. It's very trendy. Yes. Mind oh, yeah. Stuff <laughs> right now. So 
I think not only educating yourself and looking for help and experts in terms of the practice itself, but when it comes to the things that support that and enhance it, like essential oils, really important that you learn about the proper use and the, the right oils to use. So Cindy, maybe you can tell us a little bit about that. Sure. And um, I, if you don't mind, one thing I wanted to add to what of course. was saying, just to elaborate. Yes. Yeah. Um, and why essential oils fit so well with the mindfulness practice. It, um, Joanne was talking about um, just now using your senses to come into the moment and and be able to yeah. stay in the moment. And yeah. that's one thing that makes essential oils so well suited as a support tool for mindfulness, because our sense of smell is such a primal sense and it's it's a, our strongest sense. Um, there are so many nerve endings in our olfactory system, like, um, like or, or so many categories of, of smell compared to other senses, like the sense of sight, for example, I can't remember the statistics right now, Yeah. Um, but, but it's, it is our, our strongest sense. So we can use that to our advantage. And that makes, really, that makes so much sense to me. I just said yeah. that like, the nostalgia that comes with some mm -hmm. sense like yes. you can see things but it's something about smelling yes. something is just a whole other ex and i've yeah. never thought about it as our strongest yeah sense that's really interesting it, Sorry, it's there, there's a no that's okay there's a reason why why there's that nostalgia and the emotional memories because yeah. our olfactory system like when we smell something it's connected directly to the the limbic system in our brain and the amygdala and all these other parts of the brain where our emotions are housed and okay and so yes it makes total sense that we would have a connection between a smell and a memory Ooh. and it can so we can use essential oils to help calm ourselves down when when needed and that's again why it pairs so well dovetails so well with mindfulness practice the goal is to bring calm and presence in the moment and so yeah certain essential oils like lavender is a great one a great example for that and it's been studied for for its effectiveness in terms of relaxing us relaxing our nerves and relaxing our our mind, people talk about it helping you sleep. Well, that's why it's relaxing the nervous system. And um, we can also use essential oils, uh, another great example for the opposite. Well, I won't say opposite, but just energizing effect. Orange, peppermint, those are both great ones mm -hmm. to use for energizing and uplifting you. And the reason I say it's not opposite of calm is because this energizing isn't a hyper energy. It's just, it's almost rejuvenating. like rejuvenating. Yeah. Like oxygenating. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And um, so there's so many, like, these are just some very basic examples. Um, but you were mentioning about the quality being so important mm -hmm. a minute ago. So I can get into that a little bit and what attracted me to doTERRA because I had used other brands before, like I think even almost 20 years ago, I had started uh, exploring essential oils and that was before 
there was a doTERRA in my life, of course. Right. And I really, when I was introduced to this brand, I really noticed the difference. And then um, the difference in purity and potency. And there's okay. a reason for that too. doTERRA pays very careful attention to making sure that their oils are completely pure, <clears throat> sorry, completely pure and potent. And um, it's, it comes down to where they're sourced from and the, the sourcing partners that, that doTERRA uses. They're not just oils brokers. And um, they, they work very closely with the farmers and part of their mission is also to uplift uh, people all around the world and and the people that they work with in the communities where the oils are sourced from because they are sourced from around the world where the plants grow at their best sure. where they grow in their natural habitat and so it's I guess what I could say is there's a lot of love that goes into the whole process and on top of that there it's the quality is beyond organic um, Got it. and it's also multiple tested and third party tested. So there's a lot of integrity that goes into the quality of the oil and the relationships with the people. And I, and the outcome of that is really the best, the best product that there can possibly be. And the reason that matters is there is no um, regulatory body for a lot of these wellness so products true. and essential yeah. oils is one of them. Yeah. So, so brands can claim all sorts of things on their bottle and they're not held to that standard because there's no, there's no oversight and doTERRA really wanted to change that. And so they basically created a higher standard and they adhere to it. And so they've, they've created the benchmark now. And so there really is, I can honestly say there's no other brand that lives up to that. Because you've got to do the testing as well to make sure that there are no contaminants, that there are no, there's no adulteration. And that happens in this industry so much because companies are trying to stretch whatever oils that they have distilled. They're trying to stretch it further. So they use fillers. For the, for the dollar, right? Yeah. Make, yeah. It's yeah. not just in this, it's with so many different products. Sure. And, yeah. and there's falsification that happens, um, adding other chemicals to it because they're using an inferior product to start with. So they need, they feel they need to enhance it. I mean, this is the other brands I'm talking about. Sure. Yeah. So you could end up with a, a, a bottle of of lavender that I mean it could even say pure lavender on it but it's not but pure it's not pure and if the, if there is a little amount of pure lavender in it then who knows what else is in it and there's nobody holding them to that fair enough so that's the, like with doTERRA it's actually pure enough to be able to safely use internally mm. and so when I have my my bottle of lemon oil, for example, I put lemon oil in my water. It's only cold pressed lemon rind. Yeah. Nothing else, nothing added, nothing taken away. Right. And so if you can, if you can use lemon zest in your cooking, you should be able to use lemon oil, a drop of lemon oil in your water safely. Yeah. And, um, that's just a, a small example. That's lovely. Um, so they, so, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that, that essential oils can impact you on many levels. Like you talked about 
what we've done with MindSense impact. You have the physical, the mental, emotional, and spiritual. And essential oils themselves can support you in all those areas too. Support your immune system, support your mental well-being, um, and, and so much more. Anyways, so that's, that's, <laughs> that's how I use them and that's how we use them now. <laughs> That's awesome. And, and like you said in the beginning, like such a powerful combination between the mm-hmm. two of you, um, your backgrounds, your education, um, and the quality and care in which you bring both sides of the partnership yeah. together. Can you tell us a little bit about how you empower each other and then how that helps you share that with your clients, with the community, with families, um, with everyone, really? So we've actually, we've offered before COVID started, we were doing them in person. (laughs) We would do these uh, women's wellness events and we would share both practices there. And the woman always really enjoyed it. And you could see they, it just, you'd always see these kind of light bulbs going off in the session where they were like, yes, they could feel the shift in themselves Mm -hmm. during the session that they were like, yes, this is stuff that I'm needing right now. And then when COVID's hit us all, (laughs) me and Cindy, we're both used to like being out in the community and like really out in the community, just sharing like for my stuff, for her stuff, I was always out doing workshops Mm -hmm. um, in the community. And then COVID hit and we started just talking to each other and we realized that we were doing this daily practice in the beginning and it was really helpful And we were really doing both, using both. I would start my day with a walk, just Mm -hmm. a really nice mindful walk. And then I would use essential oils on the diffuser and I would use the the mindfulness. I would do my breathing, the meditation, the affirmations, like I really gratitude practices. I try to do a whole bunch of stuff. Um, And then we found that when we were starting to practice this, we were like, okay, this is feeling a bit easier right now. Yeah, And that's what they say about stress is that it's not stress that's bad. It's our belief that it's not helpful and that it's not good and not believing that we have skills to manage it. And we believe that we all have skills to manage it. And so we're then we're like, okay, we should share this. And then we started a weekly woman's group online, virtual, online sense. And we use that. We did it, what, Cindy, weekly throughout most of yeah, COVID. We were doing it. And we oh, had these it. women that were coming every week. They said this was their lifeline during COVID. Mm-hmm. It was really, and it was just so empowering. And we would have these moments where we shared, we reflected. It was just the space for women to really connect with each other. Yeah. I would do a mindful relaxation. We usually did movement and breathing and we combined it all with the essential oils and just really shared what what we believed and what we found has been really helpful to empower us and we wanted to share that with other women and we did and they really did say that they found this was Mm -hmm. a lifeline for them during COVID and just also really helped them to improve the relationship with themselves which is your so relationship with yourself is the single most important relationship. Absolutely. And I would add to, I guess I would add to that. I mean, to start with the ways that we've empowered each other. Yes. 
I guess in terms of educating each other about our craft, so to speak, yeah, and just um, just the talks that we have, even when we're we're planning one of our workshops. I feel like the talks we have beforehand are so awesome. Like just like, <laughs> the, so the ideas, <laughs> the ideas that we come up with, and and the, I guess it's almost it's cool. philosophizing it's we do with it. <laughs> it's, it's I don't yeah it's very um, eye opening and enlightening yeah. for ourselves too. And so, so we just can't help sharing it with others. But we always come up with it. these ideas, like kind of creative ideas for bringing the two things together mm -hmm. and sharing it with other women and, and children too. Yeah, we oh, work with, so... we've done it with very young children. Oh, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was gonna ask like women and obviously any parent, not just women, um, starting to learn a mindful practice and getting connected with themselves and building the relationship with themselves, super important. How do they teach their children that from a from a very young age so that they don't have to go through all the the lessons that we've had to, I suppose? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's why we do the children's stuff. That's mm -hmm. why my separate business is focused on children, youth, and oh, okay. then the the professionals that support them and their families. Mm. Because that's so important, right? That we learn yes. this and we start learning it when we're young. Mm -hmm. I mean, the truth is. It's a younger version, but it's quite similar. So okay. like Cindy and I, when we say, for example, have done these MindSense workshops and we've done them with, I think from like two to about 13 or something. Oh, wow. We do this stuff. Oh, wow. And not um, all together. Like, yeah, no, we've done it like homemade stress balls, right? And you oh, put cool. like uncooked rice or something in the sure. like a a used sock not yeah. a not currently used no. like a it's been clean and folded clean, but, yes folded and mindful folding, mindful um, folding. So, and then you add the essential oil right so yeah. then you have this little this is just an example of it so it's yeah. like a very sensory thing for them right that's so cool and then yeah. so and you'll find with them, it's so cool. These little kids, they'll like, we did it recently at a preschool and they would all come and they'd be like, so we would tell them like the lavender, we would refer to Cindy. It was, I think was the lavender it was, was the trees calming, or and it was the calming, the flowers, the calming flowers. Calming flowers. And, okay. and the orange was uplifting. Happy, so it was happy orange. for fruit. Okay. And so and trees, we just, trees. but the idea oh, is geez. giving them these skills too, right? Yeah. So in, in the stuff I do and the stuff I do with Cindy, I show up with this mindful traffic light, or for us, it's a mind sense traffic light. Mm -hmm. And so you have the red and that will be like a mad face. Mm -hmm. And then you have the yellow, which is sort of in the middle. A neutral calm, kind of. Sort of neutral. Yeah. And then the green face is this That's happy cool. face. And so the idea is that what we're sharing is it's helping you move between stressed Those. or anxious or feeling like something's not right yeah. to feeling more confident in the pause in the moment where it's like we're helping ourselves to move between happy mm -hmm. and feeling good and more in control and where we're feeling sort of not as good and out of control. So what me and Cindy share are the skills that help us move yeah. and feel more confident in moving between those. And because sure. we're, all, we're all, every day, every week, is a, every hour, every minute it's, is a different feeling. 
Absolutely. And so having that awareness of how things impact you and then the next step, which is like, how do I manage that? Now that I know how it's impacting me, how do I manage it? And so we really want to share because we've experienced it. And, and so, it, yeah. With the tools, with the tools that Joanne is talking about, I mean, it's, yes, we're using, we're using our, our breath, our thoughts and the essential oils almost, it's almost like part, it's one of the vehicles, let's just say. Right. So it's, this makes it really easy for the kids to understand. Yeah. And they enjoy it too. They're so attracted to the oils. <laughs> and we will talk about, we'll use visual, visual um, stimuli too. We'll talk about getting them to picture the flowers or the trees mm. um, be yeah. strong. I, I was, the, the I was other just thing thinking, I was, was going to say, oh, sorry, Cindy. I'm like I was just going to say, <laughs> no, no, that's okay. I was just going to say, maybe I'm taking a while to get to this point, but <laughs> we also talk about the self-acceptance. That's a big part of working with mm. the children and they have emotions and it's okay. Mm. What they feel, it's not wrong. It's just, it, it's okay. Yeah. It's so understanding important. it. And then learning to, learning that they have skills so that they can feel confident. Yeah. Self-acceptance is the biggest thing, I think. For, that's for what, all of us. For yeah. all of us, self-acceptance, yeah. yeah. That's what I love about when you describe moving between the colors, red, yellow, green, the traffic light, um, and making sure that people, that people and children understand that none of them are bad. Being no. in any place is not a bad thing. No, no. And to, to, and Cindy, you said it, to feel that emotion, yeah. you actually have to learn how to do that sometimes. Like a yeah. lot of adults haven't yeah. been taught how to feel yeah. that emotion and then mm -hmm. work through it instead of getting mm -hmm. stuck in it. So I think that's you're, amazing. You're absolutely right. We're taught to suppress things. That's right. Yeah. Don't let people see. Like, you know, just pretend that, yeah. you know, it's all <laughs> perfect and calm. Yeah. And yeah. That's not real. That all gets held in there. It's true. That's like, where and... the self, uh, <laughs> self critic comes in. Yes. Because, mm -hmm. oh my God, yeah. I feel this. What's wrong with me? Yeah. yeah. You're, you're yeah. human, just yeah. like you said before. <laughs> and yeah. we as women can often. I feel like we've all had an experience. I've definitely had the experience yep. <laughs> of yep. doing that to ourselves. I mean, even recently, yeah. like I went to for a massage and I hadn't been for a while. And she's like, you're holding everything in your body. Mm -hmm. And then I left and I was like, oh, I am. Like, yeah. and I practice this stuff. And mm -hmm. I, I left feeling like, wow, that's eye opening because yeah. I think so many of us, and that's why I always want to do the movement too. Because mm -hmm. you'll find this. I did. I remember when I first started practicing yoga, I just had tears streaming down my eyes. I was like, mm -hmm. what is going on here? Mm -hmm. Because we don't realize, and the research has shown this too, that before you register it in your mind, it's gone into our bodies. Yes. Mm -hmm. I so experienced. <laughs> You did? I experienced something similar when I did yin yoga for the first mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. I was furious. Like everybody else, it seemed like, and this is also a bad comparison with everyone else. That's not what yoga is about. But what I was doing was <laughs> like, you know, in yin, you hold the poses for a long time and there's blankets and it's dark and it's supposed to be like they're describing it as very relaxing. It's we intense. were doing some hip stretch thing and, and I was 
furious. Like my fists were clenched. I couldn't, my jaw was Mm. tight. I actually popped up and pretended I had to do something with my hair because I couldn't, I could not stay. Talked to the instructor after I was like, I I lost it. Like what? And she was smiling at me and I'm like, what? This is not funny. And she was (laughs) She just said, you just released so much that we mm-hmm. hold so much in our hips. And she talked about how the fascia is all connected and she was smiling because she's like, I'm so happy for you that you experienced that <laughs> and that yeah. you, re- you released all yes. of this. And I started to think about like, oh, I haven't dealt with all of these things that happened. I just kept going like everything was fine. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. so now I try to go to yin classes. And I, when oh, I feel good. the anger and I feel emotional mm-hmm. or whatever, just let it like, I'm like, oh, good. Bye-bye. Thank you for getting out of my body. <laughs> like, Absolutely. <laughs> All this stuff. I think it's, that's, uh, I'm glad you shared that. That's yeah. so, I feel yeah, like powerful. it would be so helpful and so powerful for other yeah. women as well. Cause yeah. it's just, that's the thing, right? Per- I'm the biggest crying advocate. Yes. Sometimes like I'm just cry. having a day. I want a good cry. And I will literally put on a movie that I know will make me cry. And the truth is like, it actually, you feel better after you like get frustrated, you get Mm -hmm. mad, like Mm -hmm. in a healthy way. I'm not like saying, go to your neighbor and like knock on the door and start screaming. (laughs) Like like, there's like healthy ways of expressing it. But I think allowing our emotions to be there and to be real for yourself, for your children, for all of us, it's so important. Yeah. Yeah. And knowing Feeling that it's okay. <laughs> it's all okay. That's the best part is that <laughs> everything is okay. Whatever you feel, however you feel at any moment, it's okay. Yeah. And I love that, that you ladies have put together an organization that can help give people the tools to manage that. Mm. I think it's so important. Yeah. Um, so what we do, like we really help assist in self-compassion. Like self-compassion is tougher than we think it is, Mm -hmm. Yeah, but um, with these tools, (laughs) we're happy to help and we've experienced it. Like it, it really does help. And self-compassion just shifts. Like Cindy was saying, it shifts so many areas in our life, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, all of it. It's so fantastic. And it's all based in, like you said, you have both experienced it in different ways Mm -hmm. And I think it's just so beautiful that you both have such a passion about sharing it and wanting to help um, help others and empower others to do the same thing. Thank so we you. thank you thank for that. Thank you. Yeah. Time flies when you're having fun. I so yes. <laughs> before we wrap up, are there any sort of closing words of wisdom that why not? We'll give time for both of you to, to share your, your final thoughts. And maybe Cindy, we'll start with you since we started with Joanna well, at the beginning. One thing that, that you actually helped me put this into words when you just told your story (laughs) because like what Joanne was saying before that stress stress and anxiety it's it's a normal part of life and and it's we need and we need it I I always think it's when it becomes chronic that that it can be a problem and when it's becoming chronic it's you're not releasing it Stress is going to enter your life, but you need to keep releasing it. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge it, be friends with it, release it. And you just talked about a perfect example of when you released it naturally. Yeah. And so that was just one awesome. bit of wisdom I wanted to share. Thank you. 
Yes. Um, so for me, uh, there's oh, there's so many things, but yes. I'll stick with one. Um, I, I think from my what I've really experienced in many different areas is I think self-care is so important. Mm -hmm. Taking yeah. time for you, whatever it is for yourself, it just helps to release that stress. And so the truth is also what I guess this is turning into more than one, but I'll try to keep <laughs> it short. That's okay. Um, so stress, um, they've done a lot of research with this. And when it's the most harmful is when we believe that it's harmful, which is like, I remember watching this thing, this TED talk and just being like, whoa, that makes so much sense. And it does, right? But that's why self-care like I've spoken to so many people where they're like, I need to go for a walk. I need to go for a walk. I don't have time. Mm. And then they finally just go for that five, 10 minute walk. Even it doesn't have to be long. Mm. You make the time for that cup of tea before bed. You put on your favorite show, whatever it is, just taking that small amount of time to just say, I matter mm -hmm. because you oh, do matter. Yeah. Yeah. You really, you matter. But show yourself that you matter because I can believe it. And me and Cindy and you, Naluka, we all believe that any woman listening to this and any woman that exists and any girl matters, yes. Yes. but show yourself that you matter yeah. because you do. Oh, I love that. I think I just got the name of this, this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I matter. I love that. Um, Give yourself permission, right? Yes. Yes. Such amazing information and so much that we have to learn uh together and from you so we will put your contact information into the description of this podcast so that everyone can find you um and i'm sure they'll be eager to reach out and learn much more about each of you and about right. uh, mind sense overall. oh and sorry Nalika, i didn't want to interrupt no, you. i just wanted okay. to make sure um cindy and i are doing a guest speaker workshop for courage oh. in action on may 12th oh, good just so Wonderful. that um women if they listen and they're wanting to learn more about mm. us and get more details and information um, they can yes. come then Good and they point. can attend I that. Forgot about that. <laughs> we will put that in the description <laughs> of the podcast also. May 12th, uh, put it in your calendars, yeah. ladies. <laughs> we want people to know that this stuff can be easy. It, yes. It's not intimidating. Mm -hmm. Mindfulness and, and essential oils, they don't need to be intimidating. They can be right. easy to incorporate into your life. And, and fun. A huge, a huge difference. Fun. Yeah. yeah, and fun, yeah. fun. Absolutely. Fun. That's right. Yeah. And I've had a lot of fun with both of you today. Yes, yes likewise. Me too. Thank, Thank you. you. So much Thank fun. Thank you okay. so much for being guests on our podcast. We really appreciate both Thank of you. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you for having us. Of course.